Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away, though. We would also advise you triple check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode. And if it's not for you, we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers, so make sure you read the book. And don't say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Girls Who Read Porn. My name is Betty, and I'm here with the usual crew, which would be Ola. Hello. And G. Hi, everybody. How are we all doing? We're doing good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm sunburnt again. Oh, for goodness sake. Did you know, fun fact, if you get five serious sunburns before the age of 25, your chance of having melanoma increases by 80%. Well, I'm fine. I'm pretty sure for anyone in Australia and New Zealand, like it's increased by like 150% by the time they're like seven years old. Yeah, I probably had like five serious burns before I was 10. But good news. Mm-hmm. The ozone layer is almost closed. It's they said that in the next 40 years... It will be repaired and it's only open over Antarctica now. So like as much as we are getting the sun really badly in Australia and New Zealand, it will become less and less aggressive over time. Yeah. That's good because I can't even go outside. I become like a fucking shrimp. Oh. (laughs) I got that English Don't come to Australia. Just shrivel up. It is so hot today. It is. I'm. This is the only time that I'm turning my fan off today. I sit with a skirt on. I put my skirt over the fan and I sit (laughs) like that for the whole day. What image. (laughs) Or like I'll get like a doona or a bed sheet and I'll like put myself in it and then I'll like stick the fan in it. I've seen people do that. Oh, fuck. It's legit. Like you have to do that if you live in Australia. There's no fucking around with this. Does it remind you of like making a fort as a child? You make no. It reminds me that my ass is not sweating and my legs aren't chafing. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it does for me. And like I eat snacks in there, and like I like read. Sounds like a fort. If I'm ballsy, no, it's intense. Sometimes if I'm ballsy, like on my couch, I like stick my eyes out. And like watch TV, but like keep from here down underneath <laughs> it. So it's only like my forehead is sweating. Surely but you could just like that. lie on your stomach and look out. And then everything. No, because I like, out. I literally like create a cocoon. Oh, you seal it. Oh. Yeah, I see. This is, this is no bullshit. This is a serious <laughs> situation, Betty. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I, my favorite outfit, I've got two favorite outfits over summer. One of them is a bikini top and some granny panties. And my other one is just a cotton sheet. Nice. Like from the bed. And like, oh, like if you group. read about it in porn and they're like, oh my God, that's so hard. She would just wore the sheet. I wear it because I spits and like I need something that's breathable. <laughs> like it's not <laughs> sexy at all. <laughs> just get like a nice linen dress. Yeah, I'm I'm wearing linen right now. It's it, I'm burning. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm so hot. <laughs> um, this week we're gonna be reviewing the Mindfucked series by St. Abby, which is the pen name of C.M. Owens. 
I learned Christine, uh, um, I back learned in the a, house. A fun fact about the ST Abbey was like that was the one that she used for her dark romances because when you put it together, it says stabby. I didn't even notice. <laughs> she wrote it at the end of the book. <laughs> so it's her stabby pen name because it's the violent one. I love that. I have to say, I saw a lot of the writing in this in the Wild One series that she wrote as C.M. Owens. But it's like the complete opposite where it's like really fun and lighthearted and like crazy shit happens. Like, But like I could see it in this one because of how absurd the storyline was. Like when you read the Wild Ones, the storyline is fucking crazy. It's my favourite series, I think. And it's like about these four groups of people who are so fucking crazy that only two of them are allowed to be together at one time. Otherwise like shit will explode or like the town will burn down. Like they just, they can't control themselves from getting in trouble. And like there are weddings with like zip liners, like people coming in on helicopters and zip lining. And like her imagination is just so crazy and it's amazing because it just works. Like if you read it, you're like, that's weird. But like, I understand. Girl has range. Yeah. Yeah, she goes like yeah, she really she really does. Okay. We're well, gonna dude. rate it. We're gonna rate it. Um I'm gonna give it obviously five stars because it's it's an amazing collection of books. Like genuinely I had no idea what it was going into it. I didn't look at any of the synopsis or like the plot or anything. I was completely uh blind to it and it surprised me in the most positive way I think I'm gonna rate it five stars as well because it was super readable like it was one that you could just pick up and just the like you could go through two or three of them in one sitting without even realizing that you'd done it so I think it'd be really good like sort of accessible one for readers of a bunch of different levels and with like different I guess like tastes because it was just really captivating. So yeah, five stars. Mm. This series, whenever you go on like Bank Book Club, like all of them, Smart Hood, whatever, and they're like, what series do you reread all the time? And everyone is like, mindfucked series. I'm like, I have to read this. So fucking glad we did it for the podcast. I give it a five as well, hands down. Everyone's obsessed with it. Fives across collectively. Yeah, we're getting good at this. First book of the year. I think we're like learning what the other people kind of like. (laughs) Yeah, we're no longer having so many like just harsh drop offs. (laughs) You you know what? Sometimes we're just gonna have to put shit ones in there to keep it interesting, (laughs) just to keep the arguments up. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like the next book I'm really going to like. I think G's really going to like it as well. And Betty's going to be like, but nobody murdered anyone. Nobody's been <laughs> tortured. How I'm can you enjoy bad. this? You're reading a cancer book right now going, there's no angst. <laughs> okay. Well, I just, I expected something else from it. It is a YA, like, I don't know what I expected. It's a YA novel. I should have expected YA. Um. I don't know why. But as soon as somebody says, we like, warned you it was YA as well. We had this conversation. Yeah, but as soon as anybody says, like, a book is going to make you cry, for some reason, my mind goes to, like, extreme trauma. Like, not like John John Green novels. Because it's. 
Are you just used to being traumatized anyway. by books when you were like 12 years yeah, old? Yeah, I, I guess. Who the fuck is John Green? You know John Green. Yeah. Fault in Our Stars. Fault in Our Stars. Looking for Alaska. Oh, I've Alaska. never read that shit. I have no time for that. I've read I have most no of energy books. and no time for that. <laughs> Betty messaged me and she goes, There's no angst. And I'm like, Are you sure? Like, everyone said that they were crying so much. And then, like, 50 pages later, she's like, all right, I'm convinced she's got cancer. And I'm like, nah, I hate it. Like, I don't even want to know about it. I fucking hate it already. You don't like, even want Betty's reactions. I don't, I don't care. Like, just keep it to yourself. This is like, I've, I've cut off this line of communication. I told Betty that she, if it, if it's shit, then she can spoil it for me. But if it's good, then she can tell me to read it. So she's been like my litmus test of whether or not I should waste my time with the book. We didn't know the book. This is a it's a thousand boy kisses by Tilly Cole. Oh yeah, by the way, book at all. (laughs) Um, But it has a lot of like good ratings on Goodreads, so I'm like hoping I'm pleasantly surprised. But at the moment, it's not my particular taste. I and you love Tilly Cole. I love Tilly Cole. You love Tilly Cole. Like Tilly Cole is is what like in your top five. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, but this is your top three, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but this is a fade yeah. to black, so it's a bit different yeah. okay. than what I'm used to from Tilly Cole. So maybe that's why I'm like not 100% on board yet because I had different expectations going in because I've never read one of her YA novels. Mm. A lot of people were talking about it on Bank Book Club and then everyone went, went in with these expectations that it's going to be like this really raunchy book that Tilly Cole wrote. They were like, and then and then other people were like, just like be aware it's a YA and like yes. it was, it split everyone completely. Yeah, everyone yeah. was so Just... split when I was when we were reading about it because we were thinking about doing it on the podcast, and then we worked out it was a YA because of Bank Book Club because it isn't very clear. No, well, you don't but... expect that from Tilly Cole, like because like you would have found it through like if you'd read Lord of London Town or something first, and you're like, oh, I love her, I'll read some more of her books, and then you come across this one. But I think it is one of her first novels. Oh, yeah. My my friend who read Lord of London Town because your summary was so shit stayed with me here overnight last night. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and now she's going to be reading Pen Pal and she's so angry at herself that she didn't read it first before she listened to the episode. This is like a reminder if you haven't listened to Pen Pal yet, don't listen to it unless you read the book first. Because a lot of people have said that like we got messages about so many people ruining it for themselves. Oh no. Because they listened. But I still but we said it beforehand. We were like, we do say... not listen to yeah. this episode. But I still think it will have the same emotional effect on you, even if you know what the outcome is, because it is still just written really beautiful and oh, is a incredible. sad book. So but, yeah. I think it so it's still worth a read, even if you have spoiled it for yourself, because you'll still like have that connection to those characters. Yeah. Anyway, and she's sorry. gonna read Mind Fucked next because I was like, oh my god! It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, like how fast is it to read? Because it took me six months to read Lord of London Town, and I'm like, how did you survive six months? It took <laughs> us like three knowing. hours. We were like, oh my god, this is amazing! And she's like, I loved it, but I'm just really was that she reading slow. like a paragraph a day? She also has a life. Uh, well, that's just a beginner's excuse. That's, that's her own problem. Yeah. That's just yeah. <laughs> it's poor form. Okay, let's go back to the book that we're actually talking about this episode. I'm going to give you, because like we said in our Welcome Back episode, we're getting rid of the concept of going over the entire plot and we're just going to give like a very brief synopsis 
try not to spoil it too much and then when we go into our like favorite parts favorite sex scenes and so on and so forth we'll like expand a little bit more so it's not really boring and convoluted so basically lana is from a small town and when she was living in this small town she was known by victoria her dad was accused of a crime that he didn't commit um and because of the severity of the crime her and her brother were targeted for a attack that was orchestrated by the town's sheriff and his son the severity of the attack caused her brother to die um, and put her in a severe condition and everybody thought because of how severe the condition she was left in uh, that she was also going to die but at the exact time that she possibly died in the hospital another girl from the same town passed away and she assumed the identity of the girl that passed away lived moved out of the town joined up with her brother's boyfriend at the time and then um they made it a plan between themselves that they will spend the rest of their life killing anybody that was involved in the prosecution of her dad for this crime he didn't commit and the attack towards her and her brother so she becomes a notorious serial killer that they call the Scarlet Slayer. Um, when she's at a coffee shop, she meets this guy called Logan and she ends up dating him. And it turns out that Logan is the lead FBI agent of the case that is trying to take down the Scarlet Slayer. And then they have this dynamic where they go between like him trying to catch her and her obviously continuing to commit the crimes and so on and so forth. And that's basically the very brief summary of the book. It's very convoluted. It's very complicated. The plot is intense. Um, so but good. But it's worth Like at read. the end when they unravel it, I was like, motherfucker, like this, like that turned me on more than the sex. I was like, holy shit, <laughs> such a good Just job. like the big finale. I love it when there's like a good unravel. Like it I'm was just such... Like, amazing and unravel just does it for me yeah it was so good uh that was and it was was really it was really fast paced but like it was a it's a very fast paced book but also at the same time somewhat slow because there's so much happening that it's constantly keeping me engaged but the plot carries on throughout all five books and then is like wrapped up yeah pretty little bow at the like, end i think each book doesn't actually cover like that much time like it's yeah. yeah so it just sort of fits a lot into like the the couple of weeks that each book talks about and all five books are maybe a book and a quarter yeah, altogether. No, the, maybe even like just between, a book yeah they're between 90 to 150 pages each the books so there's like no more That's than special. like 700 pages with all the books combined yeah so it's just yeah. like one really long book yeah it works and all they all end on a cliffhanger so you need to have the next one lined up ready to go and they're all free on kindle unlimited which is amazing because i hate when like they make i hate when they make the first book free on or like the first or the second book free on kindle Kindle unlimited and then it's an extended series and then the rest of the books you have to purchase yeah you know that they're not actually when they do that it's not free on kindle unlimited because they have to have the full series on kindle unlimited it's just free on amazon so it like comes up as zero dollars so you could just buy it for free and they like grasp you in that way no because that's what happened with um the holly jackson series the 
good girl, bad blood. Like the first one, you have to pay for it. The third one, you have to pay for it. The second one is free on Kindle Unlimited. That's strange. somebody made a mark. Somebody made an error there. Yeah, that's not actually a real thing. <laughs> that's that's an error. Anyway, favorite parts. Who would like to go first? Me. Go. My favorite part, and like this is so cliche of me, but it's at the end when he finds her somebody else to kill where he's like it's the sweetest thing ever so that like she can so that she doesn't have a psychotic break or like have a meltdown he's like once a year on our anniversary I find a pedophile for you to kill you're what like (laughs) happy anniversary here's your and then they just like make out in front of him before they're about to kill him and I'm like this is beautiful happy anniversary love you as she was going along like through these killings there was one kill that wasn't a planned kill and it was of a pedophile and then they kind of realized that she might need to like keep killing a little bit more which you know it's his love language so cute (laughs) i also i thought it was very cute i also really liked her relationship with hadley like hadley was like she's one of those people where you can't be sure that like that she's gonna like you but once she does it's like ride or die like she'll fuck everyone off for you it was a cute like development within their relationship because obviously like at first you're really suspicious of Hadley and then all of a sudden bam yeah Paula's character yeah that was good she was she was legit and like she didn't get angry at her for taking the photo so Hadley was abused by her stepfather and so that was the other person that um Victoria Lana whatever her name is went to go kill that was like off script and so that Hadley wouldn't have like any mental like issues after finding out about the death Victoria slash Lana stole the picture of like Hadley as a child when he was abusing her and burnt it so that she wouldn't have to see it and deal with it I thought that was just such a cute, like, femme bonding (laughs) moment. Love a good, like, strong female character. Femme bond. Yeah. Yeah, I love them. And I fucking hated Lisa. (laughs) And I liked hating Lisa. Nice. Yes. So there were lots of things that I liked about this. It's very likable. Yeah. Mm. Like, like, I could name every single thing in the book because I liked it all, but those were, like, (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like one thing like at no point in the book did i feel like it was dragging or like there was an issue with it i would just it just kept going and i just kept enjoying it more as i continued to read it was a good pace a eh? good pacing yeah yeah she she's a fucking great writer she is just like i love her sam yeah. owens is is a good egg <laughs> I'd say that my favourite part of the book was towards the end when Logan sort of realises like he has to make a decision of whether or not he's going to continue to be an FBI agent or like follow his heart and be with her. And so as like his like love declaration, he kills, he murders the guy who was the actual serial, like the actual serial killer, the crime that her dad had been accused of. So he does that like for her. The twist! So good. 
But he like he just like he makes it. He's like he's like, am I gonna do it? Yes. And he like quits his job, drives out, murders him, shows up on her doorstep. Fucking amazing. I love you. Yeah, I love you. I did this for you. <laughs> I'm with you. You called your cat Bennett after me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh that God. was cute. <laughs> Good. And you put um, a nail in my apple. <laughs> Just so beautiful. I think I think my favorite part, and I was telling G this because I read the books like way before everybody else. Um, because I was really excited to read them. And then every day I'd come home and I'd be like, Have you started reading them yet, G? <laughs> yeah. And she'd be like, No. Like I'm reading something else, and I'd be like, "What about today?" This was like two weeks before we were going to record this. This was like ages ago, and I was like, "You've told me they like really." I finished. I finished twenty minutes ago. (laughs) That's good timing. (laughs) You pulled it twenty minutes before we started recording. No, well, because I thought it was four books, and then shock horror, it was five, and I was like, "I'm (laughs) fucked." Like I've only got like a few hours to read the fifth one but it only took me an hour and a half and I had to work in between so I'm like working and reading I didn't do a very good job of work today um but yeah I think my favorite part is the plot was so convoluted like there was so many different little plot points like every character had their own like every um peripheral character I learned that from a youtube video the other day they're called peripheral characters the ones that aren't the main characters um they had their own like we like little stories but it at the end like the final scene where they destroyed the town it came together so beautifully like no plot point was missed there was no plot holes whatsoever there was like nothing that i was looking back on being like well what happened to that character or what happened to that thing like everything was included I was so hoping that Jake and Hadley would get together. Were you? I didn't even think that. I was hoping. The moment she said, I am not a lesbian, I'm unsure, I was like, boom, put them together. I want to see it. I could could feel it. Yes. I was like, they need to be together. They need happiness. Like, he needs happiness. She needs happiness. They both went through like an insane trauma. And then they just like saw each other and she was, and he did like a bit of coding and then he, and then she was like, let me fuck you. <laughs> like, like, it was magical. God, that turns And then on. when like she walks in and he's like, can you get out? And he keeps fucking her while like she's standing there oh, with yeah. her mouth open. Oh God. But like, this was one of those books where like, even without the epilogue, it still ended really well. You know, sometimes when you read a book, like you require the epilogue to feel like the book is finished. Like I would have been equally satisfied if the book just didn't have an epilogue. And I feel like that's what an epilogue is meant to be. It's not meant to be the ending of the book. It's just meant to be like a little bit extra on the end to make you happy. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. With yeah, that. because it ended even so, like them in Greece. It would have been fine yeah. with them ending it. Like they didn't need to get married. But like the epilogue was my favorite part when he. he found someone for her to kill yeah i thought yeah, that was just cute. the sweetest <laughs> thing i just thought you know what it's better than asking somebody if they should eat the salad or eat you like it, <laughs> it hits different it does hit different it i like it so different. like in the epilogue they just sort of casually dropped in that even though jake and Hedley are married they um occasionally like open their relationship to a third person 
Like, and it was just like a really random little tidbit in the epilogue. Yeah, because like, you know, they're, they're exploring their biceps. Yeah. That was I fun. That. I like that. I loved it all. It was beautiful. Okay. Um, least favorite parts. Does anybody actually have one? I, I do kind do of. Have a, I have a least yeah. favorite part, but it's not like at the detriment of the author. It's just that she managed to make quite a few characters like super unlikable. So I was going to say like a lot of the char- like all of the bad guys in this book, they are like unredeemable bad guys. Like they fucked me off. Like the sheriff, especially. Um, there's like a corrupt Kyle. FBI agent, Agent Johnson. It wasn't like, at least with like Kyle and the other like killers or like violent people, you sort of knew what you were getting set up for. But the way that like they described Lana's like frustration with like the FBI and the police, like not handling like, you know, like that sort of misuse, like misuse of justice thing, like that, like, fuck, they're just really unlikable. <laughs> they were like, they were like, their favorite part was just having to relay anything about their corrupt ways. Hmm. Um, I think my least favorite part, and I could have read this incorrectly, it's very likely. <laughs> so his original partner was Craig. Am I right in saying that? No, Craig Who's was just on his partner? team. Oh, okay, because I thought it was his partner because all of a sudden his partner's with this Logan, Logan, Logan guy, whatever he's... What no, no, so the, they Logan don't have partners. The, main the other guy. Just... No, no, the other guy, the one that he partnered up with afterwards, the one who worked it out, that he could tell, like, she was like, why is he staring oh, at me? Yeah, yeah, I know Luke, I mean. I Lukeson? I don't fucking name. Whatever is... I don't know his name. Whatever like his Lawrence name was. or something like that. I think it's Lawrence, yeah. Yeah, Lawrence, whatever, yeah. right? So... He all of a sudden this Craig guy is in like the first half and then they drop him and then they bring in this other guy which has oh, got like a completely different kind because of because they don't have partners like it was a profiling team like they were FBI okay. profilers so there's not like I don't think they have partners I think they just work as a collective and then them two just happen to be doing like the information collection where the other guys are assigned to other positions. I just feel like he came in and it was like oh this guy is just going to work out who it is. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Instead yeah. of it being somebody who was like in the whole story. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get what you mean. No. Yeah. I felt like it was a smooth enough transition. Okay. But that was the like only I'm... thing that I was like, nah, but like it didn't ruin anything for me. Yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah. yeah I, so I do get what you mean. Like I did feel like it was a little bit abrupt as well, but I also think that she sort of did that just to sort of flesh out the team a little bit more, like give everybody a bit of screen time. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah. I think maybe maybe my least favourite part was probably how extensive the cast of characters were. Did you find it hard to keep track 13 of? 13 guys that she needed to murder was a lot. Like, the 13 yeah. that actually did it, but then there was, like, all the other guys, like the well, judges. Well, that's what I mean. So the... Yeah, so there was, yeah. like, 13, there was 13 guys, and then there was about... 10 in the police team, including the sheriff. Then there was about five FBI agents. Then there was like the local police department in her hometown. Then it was like Jake's family and her family. And I was like, far out. This is a lot of characters to to follow along with. That by the time I got to the part where Logan went to kill the original perpetrator of the um, You forgot who it was? I had no idea who he was. I I I completely... I didn't realize he was like Jake's dad 
like I recognized the name and I was like, who is this guy again? But I had completely forgotten that it was Jake's dad. I struggled with mm. um like the the nurse that was helping or like the microbiologist Olivia. that was Olivia. Like because they had talked about her earlier on as but then and then she just sort of came back like I at the end. And that well. was yeah, like just the the smaller characters throughout, I would really struggled with them. I struggled with Olivia because I originally thought it was Lindy that they yeah. were talking about when they were like, we're going to send you out to somebody who lives just outside of town. And I'm like, oh, they're sending more people to Lindy, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Lindy. <laughs> Lindy was a hero, mate. She yeah, was a yeah, hero. But I love how they made like all the women except for fucking Lisa. Fuck you, Lisa. All heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Lisa. But like, even then, Lisa wasn't like. Panda. She wasn't Lisa like wasn't bad. like a bad person. She was just still in love with Logan. She was just a dick. Okay. Favorite sex scenes. 100% when he went down on her and she wasn't expecting it. Nice. Uh, did he go down? Well, he went down on her, but like 
from above because he lifted her up. Yeah, he did. He like no, he, not that time. Oh, not that time. Not that time. Oh, that was a good no, one. No, no, it's the first time. No, that one was great, but the first time because she was like, I don't want any like she didn't want anyone in her, their face near there, and then she was like, he did it, and I was expecting to have a panic attack. But no but panic attack came and I just lived my best life queen. I was just <laughs> lying back there, fucking <laughs> spreading my legs to Jesus Christ and enjoying my life. Yeah, that's what she was mm. doing. That's actually a direct quote from the book. And it was only like one paragraph. It was very, very short. Like the, it was like all the sex scenes were really short, but this one was like extremely short. They were quite short, eh? Like they, were, they weren't very long or descriptive like it was really more of like a plot driven book than like a smart driven book the history of cm owens is all plot is all plot very little smart but to be honest it was like one of those books where i read it for the plot and the sex was just like an added bonus yeah yeah like you want five pieces of candy i'll give you six (laughs) like i like if, if the book was given to me and it was a fade to black i wouldn't have been phased but the fact that it was a smart book as well makes it just an even better book for me. I feel like I don't know if I can call it a smart book because it was really like, like is it just a romance? Because there's so almost much fade to black. I think almost. it is just like there's so much detail put on like the way that they feel about each other rather than like the sexual stuff. Like it was more it like was an emotional thing, yeah. But like, yeah, when he went down on her that first time where she was like, "I would never let anyone do this," and then he did it, and she was like, "I'm okay with this." And she was like, I'm expecting the panic attack, but nothing is happening. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good scene. I think my favorite one was the first time they had sex. Kind of for like a similar reason, because she was like, I know that I can do this, but like, let me just see, like, am I gonna, like, I'm, she was like, I'm waiting for the feelings of like being trapped and all that sort of stuff. And it just didn't happen. She just had a great time. Amazing. Love it. It was good. And because they had like, they were tasteful. like schedules so there was all this like texting and like building up towards them like fucking and then it was like no that tension got broken they went from like not seeing each other to like seeing yeah yeah and i liked that i was like this is a relationship like i saw josh once a week at the beginning (laughs) we texted once a week to be like hey are we meeting up and we didn't talk in between that i hate texting so like you know i i like that and then it just went like from that to every single day because now we yeah, live together, sweet. and I have pretty to. much. <laughs> it was like, but it was a little bit of like forced proximity, right? Because she, her life was in danger, so like he yeah. felt like he had to protect her, mm-hmm. and he was a jealous bastard, which was quite. I love that. I love when he was kind of jealous. Yeah, I also kind of liked it when he was like a bit shitty, being like, "I want to look after you," and like sort of like leaving her out of the loop, and she's like, "I'm so capable." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have no with the big blue what I can do. Yes. How she got and he was like, You were really angry about that. Like when he worked it all out. He was yeah. like, You were really angry about the Boogie Man thing. And she was like, You just wouldn't let me kill him. <laughs> like I was trying <laughs> to kill him and you just wouldn't let me kill him just because you just predicting that you were the knight of fucking shining armor. Just fuck off and let me kill the guy. It was such a good dynamic. <laughs> I actually really, really liked that like kind of role reversal, I think. Mm. Like I see, like that, like the girl sort of being like the the bad guy in the relationship. Mm, yeah, I liked it. definitely look on the hunt for some more books like that. So drop us some some wrecks. Yeah, give us some femme fatales. Yeah, send it to us because we loved it. My favorite sex scene was the one where he'd figured out it was her. 
and she'd gone like under the radar um and he like goes to look so she's protecting one of the witnesses of a murder and he comes to the house when she's like she hasn't had a chance to leave yet and he notices that she's there and then waits till she leaves and then follows her into the woods and she's like how did you find me and he was like i'm a better fbi agent than you give me credit for and then he gives her the opportunity to like sleep with him like one last time before he has to go and like do his job and like reveal who she is and then they go back to the apartment um or wherever they're staying and they just have like one like less like passionate love making like goodbye scene before like he that leaves shower and has scene, to... right? yeah 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 she had a thing for shower yeah. but like not always in a good way she was like i really enjoy watching the blood go down the sink <laughs> yeah there was a lot of showers which makes yeah. sense because she was always covered in blood yes yeah. but um the heads of yeah, the that dog. was my favorite scene that was like so it was like one of the most passionate ones and it was also like because you don't know obviously that he's gonna change his tune and no longer be an agent yeah. so you think like this is genuinely gonna be their last goodbye and that he's gonna have to go and do his job and arrest her or i was waiting for know. the arrest me well, too like, to be honest the, the way that the plot was going because um the major plot point of the book is um profiles like what are the standard behaviors of someone who kills like this and one of the major things was a revenge killer once of they're caught they usually um like to die at the Ready hand of the die, cop yeah. yeah so like i was expecting it to go in that direction where logan would have to have to make the decision as to whether he was going to kill her which would have been an equally good ending as well um but yeah, so I was just like anticipating that and then it wasn't like that, which was nice and lovely. But um, So that's why I thought this was actually genuinely going to be like a goodbye scene to them. And when I read it, it kind of made my heart melt a little bit. Oh, that's plan. Now, Sam Owens can't help herself. She always has to have a happy ending. I knew it was coming. <laughs> nice. I actually didn't know it was coming. I was like of the same mind because she pretty yeah. much like almost dies. Like you think that she's dead and then it like skips to like a few months later. That scene... Oh my god, the emotion <laughs> that is written into that scene when Logan thinks that she died and he like trashes the office and he's like, oh my god, I love that scene so much. Like the tension and the anticipation of him watching her and not being able to save her is such a good scene. Yeah, dude, and it was like that was the moment for him where he realized that like the job doesn't matter, like nothing matters, it doesn't matter that she's like a serial killer, he just fucking loves her. Oh. Oh god! Oh, I do. Uh, this is why I like books. Just when you I'm gonna miss the these one, characters. I am. I'm gonna miss them too. And yeah, because it's, it's done. Like it's done. Like there's nothing else. There's nowhere else for the book to have possibly gone after it wrapped up really nicely. But I sometimes I wish authors like you know when you read a book and it wraps up really nicely and you know it's not gonna go anywhere else like for example the ending of mafia mistress like the italian king's duet like wrapped up very nicely i just want them to release like one more book like even just like a <laughs> tiny novella where i just have a snippet into their lives again and they're just like happy are you and doing the third their best book? lives i haven't read the third book yet third book's legit you gotta <laughs> read the fucking third book mila finesse is coming onto the Finale. podcast so you're gonna read it anyway Oh, Finelli or Finesse? Finelli. 
Finelli. Finelli. I, and I then will read her it. Fourth bo- her fourth book, which is coming out just before she comes onto a podcast, is an MM. I'm so excited. Oh, ooh, it's with the sun. Good and good book. the sniper who kept who tried to kill whatever his name was, Fausto, Fausi, Fausto, 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 yeah, Faust. Nice. You guys ready for some weird <laughs> shit that I found on Reddit this week? Shit, yeah. Go on. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> but I just want to say that Liam responded to this again, so I'm oh, gonna go God. with what people said on Instagram. Can, first. Like, can we just like vet? Like, I even vetted what he said. <laughs> Honestly, it's really. So, am I going to be upset? No. Why would you be upset? He's an idiot. Because I feel like I just need to vet everything that comes out of his mouth. No, he's just stupid. Like I don't hold anything. Like I don't hold any like weight (laughs) behind anything that he said. (laughs) To be fair, because it was just like you'll you'll know when you hear it. You'll be like, oh, okay, Liam. Okay. So the question is, what is a weird thing that a guy has done? during sex like anyone has done whatever but mostly it was men doing weird shit which doesn't surprise me (laughs) so I asked and then one chick was like he answered the phone from another girl while he was still inside me and it was his ex was was he doing it as like a power move like was it or did they just have like a normal conversation yeah no but like he was talking while he was like getting out of like because I asked more questions afterwards because I was like no (laughs) like I responded and I was like oh my god no way but like was it like you know in the context of like the book Flawless where she was like writing his face and she did it to be like no 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 did he like did he like answer the phone got got dressed and left and then like stop having sex with her like he stopped having sex yeah and then he like like, retreated oh that's after he started speaking yeah that's awful he couldn't even wait until he fucking like finished to answer the phone why is he anywhere near his phone (laughs) like why was his phone in the environment in which they were fucking what do you do with your you phone? Do you like put it in a separate it. room? No, but like my phone's like on my bedside table most of the time. Like if I'm gonna do that, yeah. So I'm like not even like looking at it. Like I'm, yeah, was he like waiting like, for? The I call? honestly like that's I. Josh is a real estate agent man, and that phone goes off all the fucking time. He's like, I need to answer this, but there's one time that he won't, and it's when he's inside me. He's like, this is not the time to answer the phone. He's like, somebody can wait. Like, we would be at a funeral and be like, I'm really sorry, I need to go answer this call. But he's inside me. He's like, nobody, like, I don't give a fuck if you're calling me. Even if my phone was buzzing, even if my phone was buzzing, I, like, wouldn't pay any mind to it. Like, it wouldn't even... Yeah. Maybe I might go, oh, my phone is buzzing for just like, like a second. Just like remember, like, gotta check that, that would... later. Yeah, and then I'd just like ignore it. Like, I wouldn't even pick up the phone to see who was To like, your ex me. and then stop having sex because you want to speak to your ex? Fucking shit. Oh my god. Rude. I'd, I'd be somebody. I'd be fuming. Liam wrote it. This... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Rolled over and given up. That was me. I was that guy. <laughs> told you not uh, be like at all phased by he does sometimes dick. sometimes he just gets like halfway through and he's like mm, i feel i feel like that's enough for now <laughs> wait excuse me that's problematic we does he just get like that. does he just get like a bit tired yeah sometimes it's just like but as in like but you keep going like you take over 
Or you no, guys no, are no. just done? No, no, no. Just, he's, just, he's just like done. He has ADHD. He just gets bored. Sometimes. I have ADHD. <laughs> I don't get bored during sex. I don't know, but like focus. once it's been like sometimes. But you have to remember that like he's on um, medication that like makes it very difficult for him to finish. So after oh, like yes. forty, so after I like forty, the I can't come. Story comes yeah. back. Yeah. So after like forty minutes, he'll just be like, "I think that's enough. Like I think I'm good. Um, we'll try again later. Like, I'll just yeah, or just like." I'm tired, like, I'm done, like, I'm satisfied, like, time for bed. Nice. He just is living the female experience. (laughs) (laughs) That must be, like, so disheartening. Is it? But, like, not really? You don't care? No, because I get my kicks. Oh, yeah, no, good. Because, like, Like, I I honestly couldn't give a fuck if Josh came or not. Could you not? Yeah, yeah, I know, like. I'm, not this is my um, world and I'm living in it. I'm a giver. I've realized this about myself. I derive the most pleasure from the work that I do rather than the work that's done to me. I get, get the most sense of satisfaction from my partner's pleasure. I'm not going to lie. I do as well, but I just don't care if he finishes. Like, I'm happy that he's enjoying himself the whole way through. But, like, I've been with enough men who have not given a fuck about me that now Josh is dealing with the consequences. <laughs> <laughs> like projecting See, it onto him yeah at first, but like he's always like finished was. it's never been a problem well actually no there's one time that he didn't but it's a long story and it's got to do with the titanic and harry potter but like that's that's the only time i can remember that he hasn't finished and there was so much whiskey involved or like scotch or something yeah i mean like at first i was like oh this doesn't make me feel good about myself and then, mm. and then after having like a conversation and he was like, oh, I'm like, I'm fine. Like, don't worry about me. Like, I don't have a problem with this. I was like, well, if you don't have a problem with it, I don't have a fucking problem with it. So giddy yeah. up. I, Cause I feel like it's like. Get on <laughs> cowboy. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Cause I'm like super comfortable. Like, like if I'm not in the mood, then I'll just like, I'll just get Dane off. Like, I don't care about me at all. Like if he's in the mood no. and I'm not, then I just like I feel like I I feel fine like doing like doing stuff with him even when I'm not in the mood. About like, I don't two care about myself. Ago, at all. My like sex drive went into like overload. I'm at that stage. I'm at like the thirty <laughs> between thirty five. Like if I don't like fuck all the time, my vagina's gonna fall out. Like I need <laughs> is to that be a thing in the vicinity? Yeah. So like no, the guys not. have their like peak between your vagina will not fall peak. out. Oh no, my vagina won't pull out. Um, guys have their peak between like 80 and 20, 18 and 24 or something. And women have their peak between 30 and 35. And I'm feeling it. I am like, I like, I like. I do not know that. Pardon? It's like a, I didn't know that. It's like a second win. Oh, honey. Holy shit. It is. It's violent. I think it's like, I just like, I look at him and I'm like, I'm going to sit on your face. And I was so lucky because he had that surfing accident and I sat on his face two days before and now I can't sit on his face for like six Oh, you got it in there while you could. You hit the deadline. (laughs) I got it in there. Yeah. I think it has to do with like uh, hormones. Once we hit about 30 to 35, then your body starts going like, you really got to start making these babies. Like (laughs) you really got to get on that. Yeah. It's literally like I've been, I've told you guys so many times, I've been feeling it like my uterus is yelling at me. It's like, have a baby. And now it's like, you better fuck, bitch. Because <laughs> yeah. if you ain't fucking, you ain't happy. You're going to be working for those babies. Work with that dick, girl. 
I told a guy once, fuck me harder. He was like, this is as hard as I can fuck. That's <laughs> <Aww>. so sad. <laughs> no, but I actually thought that that was amazing. I was like, you know your boundaries. Like, yeah, you're no, not going to be like, yeah. I'll fuck you harder and then nothing changes. Then, yeah. He's like, this is all I've got. This is it. <laughs> Good for you. There's nothing else. I don't, I don't know if there's anything else I can give you today. This is it. <laughs> this is my top speed. <laughs> I am maxed out. <laughs> Any faster and we'll be breaking the law. Yeah, like at, at this point for me, it's like I'm about to start a fire. I'm sorry for you. It's not. But like I've told you, maybe maybe we can work it out from here. Maybe we can do something Aww. else. I thought awesome. it was very sweet because yeah, that is very just sweet. be honest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rather than fuck it up, do something weird. Yeah. A guy stuck it in and then pulled out to, and said, I just wanted to see if I could avoid being tempted by you. What? what? <laughs> I don't. I don't understand either because, like, who the fuck would even think that in the first place? But is that, like, a kink? Like, edging? Like, allowing himself to have something and then, and then like, taking like, it no. away from himself and then testing his, like, self-control? Can I go side script for a second about edging? Sure. Edging's like a huge thing right now. Like all the guys are into it. But what they don't Are realize they? is that they've been edging us for so many years without even knowing. <laughs> like they've like okay. they've been they're all amazing at edging. The thing about edging is that you have to like go over the hurdle at the end. Yeah. 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 You can't Whereas just guys stop. are like, I'm I'm a professional at edging. I'm like, you're not you're not, because edging isn't just like getting there and then like running away. Like you can't just, just get them close the and then fuck life. off. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not edging. That's torture. Anyway, that's my side note. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's. Maybe he thought she was the devil. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's like, you fucking witch. You tempted me, but I bet you. Just the tip. Good for him. You know what? Boundaries. <laughs> boundaries. We're all about enforcing Your them. boundary. I have, an, I have an inch long boundary. <laughs> okay. Um... I have some from Reddit. Okay, so I told you guys about the roaring one last time. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about the Wii soundtrack. <laughs> what? Put on the Wii music soundtrack. It was so quiet at first I didn't realise. We stopped to switch positions and I heard it. I was like, is that? He just shushed me and pushed my face back into the pillow. <laughs> and it's just like the do, 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 do. I've got another How do you know that off my heart? Because I had I had a Nintendo Wii and I just used to leave it on because like, you'd stop playing and it would just go back to like the like home screen, main screen, yeah. and it would just be playing over and over again. Oh my god! I'd gosh. go crazy. I used to. It's quite nice. I like it. Maybe have you this ever guy like... is for you? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever um, been like having sex or like you've you? But you've been watching a TV show and prior, and then you pick it up. Guy? No, <laughs> <laughs> like you pick up like so. All right, basically, story. Me and Liam are rewatching Sons. Well, I'm rewatching Sons of Anarchy. Liam's watching it for the first time. And if you've never seen the show, it's quite a like violent, traumatic show. Like lots of like killing, death, blah blah blah. blah. 
so there'll be occasionally a time that we'll be watching and then it'll like lead to other things and we'll just like leave the show on the background because we're not bothered about pausing it because we can rewind and then but the thing is is then we'll have to stop because like someone's crying and screaming (laughs) in the background because like their husband has been murdered or like a or like a fucking like kid is like a baby's crying and then we're like now it's weird. <laughs> yeah, I've done now, that with now the Sopranos we're... before. Not good. Or Seinfeld. Seinfeld's so weird to have sex to. Yeah, that <laughs> would be weird. That would freak me out. Yeah, so weird. I do not recommend. Yeah, yeah no, it really it ruins the mood. It, yeah, does. it destroys. Like you go dry as a fucking Sahara Desert. And then seconds. I feel like it would also kind of like ruin supports. the show for you. Because then you'd be like, what was that? And then like you'd be watching it and you'd be like, oh, fuck. I just like spoiled itself for me. Nothing can ruin the Sopranos. <laughs> Yeah, you ready for the next it. one? Go on. Ready. One night stand with a very handsome guy who was in town working on a movie shoot. We ended up in his hotel, made out. He stood up after a while, took off his clothes. There's two parts to this. Okay, this is part one. Took off his clothes, gestured down at his penis and said, so what do you think? Bad news, huh? <laughs> I just want to know, like, was it bad news? I was baffled because it was very standard, totally normal, perfectly fine, jauntily erect penis. I love that. Like, (laughs) (laughs) jauntily erect. Oh my God. Nothing wrong with it at all. We got past that. Okay. I wouldn't have. And we were, (laughs) fair enough. (laughs) We were laying on the bed and making out some more when he stopped suddenly. And then he put one hand at the back of my head and the other on my forehead. With this intense look of concentration, he squeezed my head really hard for a few seconds. <laughs> then goes right back to kissing me. I thought, huh, that was odd. Oh, well. And kept going. But in another minute or so, he did it again. Stop, square, stare intently, squeeze my head. <laughs> After three head squeezes, I made, a, made an excuse and noped out of there. To be fair... I would have asked why he was doing it before. Yeah, why don't people ask questions? People don't ask fucking questions. I don't understand. I feel like the three of us, we'd end up in this situation. We'd be like, let me just turn the microphone on. Excuse me, sir. Kind sir. Can you please tell me why you just squeezed my head three times? I need I need a little bit of an explanation. I would have asked for clarity. I'm not interested at all. I would have asked for clarity at the beginning when he said, like, what a shame or whatever about his day. I'd be like, what's a shame? Like, what's wrong? Like, I would have been like, can you tell me? Can you explain this to me? Yeah, like, do you have herpes? Like, yeah, like, what, is, do you happening? have something that you're not, like, telling me about because you're freaking yeah. the fuck out right now? Like, do people just, like, not have a curious nature? Like, yeah. That's why they're not on podcasts. I want every question in my mind to be answered, you know? That's why I'm yeah, doing I'm like, these Instagram things because I want to know this weird shit. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, I'm like, a, I'm like, God, I'm like a three-year-old that's just figured out the word why. Yeah. <laughs> Like, why is the sky blue? Yeah, yeah. I why will ask you why are you squeezing my fucking head? Questions. I'll be like, <laughs> why did they do this oil thing in Iraq? And he'll like go on Wikipedia, and then he'll explain it to me, even though I can just go on Wikipedia. That's true love. Even though I can just go on Wikipedia and check, he reads it, works out how I would understand it, and then explains it to me. You know, oh, that's nice. Liam does that right, yeah. and then I do that, and then he tells me I'm wrong. Dane fact checks me as well. Every time like, I answer he will a question ask of Ben's, me a... he fact checks me. No, but I feel like that's ask a love. Me. I think that that's a loving thing, though, Betty, because like if you're saying to him you're always right, then you're not keeping him on his toes. 
No, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry, right? Do not ask me a question because you're asking it with the expectation that I'll be able to answer it for you. And then when I give you an answer, you tell me I'm wrong and then you Google it. Just skip the part where you ask me. Just fucking Google it. Because I'm right every single time. No, because I'm right every single time. And then we have to have this awkward back and forth where I'd be like, I told you so. And then he goes like and has a little grump about it because I was right. (laughs) I just want to skip that entire interaction like completely. No. It does my head in. No, I'm in the same boat as Betty with this one because every time Dane asks me a question and I tell him an answer, he fact checks me and I fucking hate it. I love fact checking Josh. We fact check. It's not fun being checked. It's like a weird foreplay for us. The most annoying thing is, right, is when he knows he's wrong. Like you'll Google it, right? He'll know he he knows that I'm right, he's wrong. He will then scroll to like page 200 of google until he's found one article that says that he's right and then he'll show me that article to be like well you're wrong and i'm like yeah because jamie from a blog that was made in 2012 is the expert on this right (laughs) next my partner said tip of the penis to you in an irish (laughs) accent as he was going in and started laughing so hard at his own joke, he lost his erection. <laughs> That's so funny. That is so that funny, is right? That is hilarious. I love that. I love when couples are silly and silly. Yes. I think it's so important. It is. It's kind of yeah. weird, but it's like, like there are so many times where Josh, like I would never say why we laugh about it because like when I think about it outside of the bedroom, I'm like fucking weird. Like, don't <laughs> that doesn't it. make sense. <laughs> No, it doesn't. Like, it really just doesn't make sense at all. But, like, because it's just, like, a weird look or something. And then you both start mm-hmm. laughing your fucking heads off. Yeah, but there's, like, nothing funnier than being, like, completely vulnerable. Like, naked. And then something silly happening. <laughs> yeah. Because it just, like, breaks attention completely. And it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, like, Josh got a cramp. And I'm like, what are you, a geriatric fuck now? Like, come on, let's do this. <laughs> 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 I felt bad, but we were just laughing. A guy asked me, and I quote, are you ready to do this on a regular basis? <laughs> While he was in her. I don't mind that. No, that's that's, that's, that's just way practical. too formal. I just uh, think excuse it's me, ma'am. Are you ready to do this on a regular basis? Like, can we put some calendar events in? That's like that how I actually speak. reminds me. Yeah, you do speak like that. But that that reminds me of the book I just read. That literally happens in like normal people. No. Like they're fucking, and he's like, "Can we do this again next week?" Oh, you read like, normal people. Fuck. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, is it? My it mom read good. it. It's so absolutely good. shit. Oh, it's oh the most no, I reckon it's good. Read. I read it a couple. Of, mm. I read it like a year or two ago, and I fucking loved it. Okay. You have to. It's very lyrical, very poetic. You have Paul to. Like it a wee bit strangely. Yeah. She doesn't use quotation marks. Just like flow of consciousness. You no, know, that would drive me fucking nuts. I and tried to very, read like, the Crawdad sings, and I and like I know it's an incredible book, but like I just couldn't do it. Yeah. I love one. it because her language is like really expressive, which makes a novel very poetic. But people might think it's boring because it is. It's called Normal People. It's literally just about normal people. It's about yeah. an on and off relationship. There's no extreme drama. There's nothing crazy that happens. The plot is them just going through school together in this on yeah, and off relationship. Yeah, they've got the TV show on Prime, Amazon Prime. Yeah, that's yeah. why I read it because I was I ended up watching it with G, and I was like, I want to read the book now. Yeah. Humped my upper thigh and finished and asked me how it was. No. Yeah. 
dry humping. Not for me. Mm. Yeah, fuck. My first Tinder hookup. He asked to take the condom off so he could make me feel his liquid. Oh, God. Did he use the word liquid? Yeah. It was in (laughs) quotations. He he insisted on pressing his tongue against mine for about 80% of the time when the position allowed. About a minute away from coming, he started moaning in a high-pitched voice like bubbles from the Powerpuff Girls, and then he cried as he came. What the fuck? That is a lot to happen in such a short period of time. On average, sex lasts seven minutes. If that happened in seven minutes' time, I would be very confused. The tongue thing only freaks like me out the most. Seven minutes. Okay, n- not everybody has Liam's problem. <laughs> yeah, on average, sex lasts like seven minutes and 27 seconds or something. Fun facts with all of That seems yeah. kind of, like, normal. Yeah, if you it is. In, like, is that just like Is that just, like, the penetrative set, like, part? I would of say it? so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would I hope so. I was going to so. say. Because that's what I was thinking. I was like, no, I no, like no. It's just like takes the... quite a while. No, it's just the actual act of sexual intercourse. Yeah. Got you. So that's still, a, like, that's a lot of friction. Seven minutes <laughs> yeah. and 27 seconds. Well, I mean, you ha- like, that's a lot of cardio. Like, yeah. it's like yeah. a run. Yeah. You like lose high intensity. more weight having sex than you do, like, doing boxing for an hour or something. Shit, it's yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, you lose yeah. a lot of calories. It's really good for um, your um, cardiovascular system, everybody. Fuck your way yeah, to a healthy yeah, heart. Fucking. And then, like, get some semen on your face so that you get a really good face. That should Very be the Heart Foundation's new slogan. Fuck your way to a healthy Fuck heart. Fuck your way to a healthy heart. What about, yeah. like, hump, hump your way to oh a healthy God, heart? We should make that our like slogan. Fuck your way to a healthy heart. <laughs> we should have, like, nice. a sub-slogan to yeah. stay smutty, team. It should be, like, I kind fuck of your like, way to a healthy heart. I love that. I, I think I prefer hump your way to a healthy heart. Hump your way to a healthy heart. Yeah. yeah, we could do that. Like, we could throw that in a few times on the gram. <laughs> no. P.S. Remember, team, Stay pump healthy. your way to a healthy heart. Um, okay, like, you can't – okay, I want to talk about some of these weird things because, like, a lot of people have got kinks which are, like, breeding kinks, lactation kinks, freaking, I don't know, daddy, little girl kink, like, yeah. all the kinks, right? Like – Praise kinks, humiliation kinks, kinks, whatever. You cannot bring out these kinks the first time you fuck someone without having a conversation with them. You can't say the first time, I'm going to fill up your baby box. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can't say that anyway, even if you have the kink. Well, if you have the kink and you like it, then be my guest, not a problem. I don't think you should... I would no. I don't think you should call a uterus a baby box. Yeah, but that's your opinion. Like, if somebody enjoys that, then let them enjoy it. But you don't do it first go. And no, not- no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with breeding kinks. I'm saying if you have a breeding kink and you use the word baby box, you should get some new language. Because <laughs> baby, like, but what if that's their kink to say baby box? <laughs> well, I mean, you've stumped me there. <laughs> When I got on top, he said, welcome aboard. Oh, that's I nice. That. That's, that's yeah, so It's funny. like the tip of, tip of the penis to you. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it would be the same guy. Okay, this is about a British guy who really likes twinings teeth. Is it twinings? <laughs> yeah. Twinings? Twinings? Twinings. He yeah. said this mid-sex, sorry, chamomile tea makes me really horny. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I think we should do that more. I think when you're having sex and if fun facts or little interesting things about you pop into your head you should just say them out loud like <laughs> I pizza for dinner 
you guys have seen Harry Potter, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yes. in that scene where they do liquid luck and they're like, what smells? No, that's the Amortentia. Amortentia. Oh, the love potion. Yeah, the love Whatever, potion. The lo- yeah, you're like, what do you smell? What turns you on? I've thought about this and I feel like it's roast chicken for me. Oh, nice. What? Yeah. Like freshly cut grass, roast chicken, and I feel like a good like Chanel, Coco Chanel. Nice. Mine is Hugo Boss, previously called Orange, now called Mint. No idea what mine is. Eh? The best scent in the entire you world. You don't know what scent gets you like a little bit. Like, don't you have a song that gets you? I don't know why, but for me, it's like the I White have a song. Stripes, Seven Nation Army. I listen to that song and I'm like, I'm getting naked. That like, song plays all the making... time as well. That song plays like on the radio. It's like everywhere. It's, it's like all... an ad. Yeah, it's and dangerous. Like, time to take like, off my clothes. Anything Arctic Monkey, AM, PM. All of a sudden, I'm like, I'm just naked. I'm like, I'm ready to go. Sweet, sweet disposition. Oh, yeah, no, but I can see that. I understand because all of a sudden, you're just like, you're like moving and you're grooving, then all of a sudden, your tip pops out. Like, how did that happen? It's like, it's the build. It's just like the build. I'm like a huge music person. Like, I have a playlist for everything. I listen to music continuously. Like, I curate my music so specifically. And I know exactly like what song and what tempo is gonna make me happy nice. in that situation. I it's don't. I don't really listen to music. I'm like not a music person. Below. Or the or the um, what's it called? It's called like Motel. It's a new song that's just come out. It's all over TikTok, and it's Motel uh, Hotel by uh, Montel Fish. Haven't heard it. No, it's really good. He moaned his own name when he came. That's weird. Good for him. I would do that. I think um, I would do it just to test it out. I just feel to like see you what would, would that, happen. I feel like that would be one where like you would have to talk to the person beforehand and be like, I'm a narcissist. I am gonna do this. Like I feel like you just need this to give them some warning. Myself. Like I'm into myself. I am my kink. Yeah. <laughs> What's your kink? Me, Me. bitch. I don't know, self love. There's a fine line between self-love and narcissism, I think. (laughs) There's like 15 options of vigorous, of like shoving random ice cubes up buttholes without telling anyone. What? I know. Without telling anybody is weird. Yeah, like just surprise ice cubes. Because like ice is like a normal thing. Like that's a very like average thing within like sex. Yeah. But without specification. And and like a butthole the first time you have sex. Yeah, like I feel like penetrating without like like consent, consent. isn't good. It's weird. Yeah, don't like any it. form of it. Weird. He put it in and just started moving side to side vigorously. And then they put like, <laughs> a dot 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 question mark. Like they were still like confused about what happened to them. Because I would Why like, don't people be just fucking waving themselves side to side. Bro got his directions oh, confused. He got mixed speaking up. Speaking of weird things in relation to this have any of you heard of soaking yeah yeah they're no. like the mormon so basically the mormon so like in um america they have like universities like byu that are dedicated to like mormonism mormon yeah, yeah yeah and because obviously their belief is that like premarital sex is a sin they do this thing right where if they are dating somebody and they have the urge to like have penetrative sex, they will like place like 
their penis in a woman or whoever they're having sex well it wouldn't be a man because they're very homophobic but (laughs) in a woman and they get someone to jump on the bed so it's not them doing the motion and it's called soaking so they're not having pre so they're because they're not having premarital sex because they're not doing the action themselves so they're just inside and then they just sort of but i thought wouldn't that break the hymen well the hymen's kind of like a myth like it's you probably not everybody has a fully formed hymen anyway yeah i don't think the mormons like subscribe to that belief of like the bleeding of like so they're not like on the first sexual intercourse no but um yeah i'm so very confused because here's the thing who like obviously they feel good about themselves being able to be like butt naked having somebody else in the room like playing on a trampoline at the same <laughs> time as that like who do you try who do you ask you're like ask your like, roommate do you, like, ask your brother and you're like we need to do some soaking like well sometimes like if they have bunk beds to make it less weird the person will sit under and like kick the top bunk to have the same motion but like not be so involved in the experience <laughs> bit of privacy i just i think i think that people when they grow up in like sexually repressed communities once they sort of get a little bit of independence they're all sort of like discovering things at the same time so i think that they would almost be a little bit you wouldn't be as private even if you were that age like college age but but i don't also don't think the conversation goes about asking somebody to do it with you okay (laughs) so i come up to you betty and i'm like hi betty i am desperate for the d i'm desperate for it like if i don't get penis in me right now shit's about to go down like i'm i'm violent Man, for the day i'm gonna pray i'm gonna pray for you no but betty i really need some help right <laughs> I need now. you to jump on my bed <laughs> i need you to jump on my bed while you have to look at a man putting his penis inside of me are you okay with seeing boobs right now <laughs> well i don't think they get fully clothed because i think they're not that comfortable yet i think they're like relatively still clothed <laughs> betty are you okay with seeing my boobs <laughs> Well, I, I, don't feel, have to look. I feel real I good about the other... these tits. Like, come on. I can face the other way. Like, I don't have to be looking at you. What happens if you touch your foot on the fucking yeah, like you touch and them. fall on us? And then you, you feel the his hairy, this guy's hairy as fuck, his hairy fucking gorilla back while you are causing the penetration station to occur. <laughs> Do I do I have to repent then? I don't know how, I don't know what Mormons believe in. I'm like, talking, what do I, I do then? I don't Betty, will you help me? <laughs> yeah, but like come maybe we can do it at my dorm because I have a bunk bed and I have a really good idea about how to make this a more private situation. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really enjoyed role playing with you today, Betty. We should do it more often. You're an aggressive role player, Ola. Yeah, like, but I, like, I really wanted to know, like, what would you do? It's like in one of yeah. those situations, and I feel like I'm going to bring this up one day, is like, you have information on me, and then somebody takes you and they start, like, cutting your fingers off for it. Like, how many fingers <laughs> do you last through before you dob me in? I mean, the only way to really test well, that how is to start is cutting it? off her fucking fingers. Wait, how severe is this information? Oh, like, like are we talking like like children talk- will die? Oh well, then I'm getting rid of my fingers, obviously. But if it's just like okay, you did something, if, like you shot okay, yourself, I'm gonna, like I'm a gonna week change. Ago, then I'm oh losing no fingers. <laughs> I'm gonna change it up a bit. 
what about like slowly peeling off fingernails? Because I feel like with fingers, like shock happens immediately, right? But fingernails, and then they get like a lemon. And then they're like, I'm going to squeeze yeah, like, a lemon in there. You like, I, this is, I'm sorry, this is going to get really boring, but like the way that torture is like portrayed in books is not accurate to the way that the human mind would actually react to those situations. Because yeah. once you withstand a certain amount of pain, your brain just shuts off to save you. So like, maybe like, okay, let's we'd get through like two. Book. Oh my god. We're literally at an hour and 15 minutes. I know. Yeah, we need to stop. Last one, Ola. Last one. No warning licked me straight up the middle of my face. Uh, like a dog? Chin to forehead? Chin to forehead, slobber on the nose. (laughs) Oh, that's... Sorry, okay. I hate... Liam thinks it's really funny to just put his mouth on my nose. Josh does that to dogs. And then he, like, like, blows in their nose and all of a sudden their mouths just go... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, you'll go, like he'll go in he'll go in for a kiss and then just like put his mouth on my nose and do you know what you should do you should is, snort out yeah you like he'll never do it again into his mouth. he'll never do it again if you just snort out in his mouth no because i think you'd find it hilarious because it's disgusting <laughs> he, would too. he fucking but would too he's he'd tell everyone as well weirdo yeah, yeah there he'd no... go to parties and he'd be like by the way i can't come and betty snorted her snot in my nose <laughs> No worse feeling than having a wet nose, or like yeah. a warm wet, wet socks. nose. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd rather have wet socks and a warm wet nose. Gross. Your boyfriend is really strange. Just FYI, he's the only one who responds to any of the shit for the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, all of them follow us. All of them follow. Josh never responds. He like comes home and he's like, "Oh, once this chick did this," but like. Liam's on it. I love him. I don't think you like understand how much Liam loves attention. No, I understand. Like he does this. Like I could tell the most like depraved story about him, and he would not even care because he'd be gay. I could. I <laughs> he's listened to episodes where I talk shit about him, and he doesn't give a shit because his name is being mentioned. And, and he goes to you, and he goes, "Thanks, Speedy." Appreciate <laughs> people it. are talk like people are talking about him, and that's all he needs. He's like. What is it with like, is it like Wendy or like Peter Pan or something? Like as long as you talk about them, they continue to exist. (laughs) No, like in the Disney, like, I'm pretty sure. Oh, Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell, yeah. Yeah, Tinkerbell is even attention. She stays alive. That's Liam. Like as long as you continue to talk about him. I can see Liam as Tinkerbell, just in case you're wondering. He will continue to exist. Uh, As soon as we stop talking about him, he's doesn't, it ceases to exist. It was good seeing you guys this week. Good, good for him. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. It was a fun what episode. It was a fun episode. That was, was fun. It's a fucking good book series. Yeah. Read like, I love oh. that we, uh, compared to, like, first episode last season where we, like, were forcing ourselves to come up with topics. <laughs> we now. were we're so like, We must cut ourselves off now. Like, it's yes. enough. Come on. A, an yeah. hour 20. I probably should have mentioned <laughs> this at the beginning of the episode. Please read the trigger warnings for this book because it is very depraved. There are some quite graphic moments within it. Yeah, yeah. who cares? But, but like, just in regards I'm to like, just letting Definitely other people know the in case they do get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> read those trigger warning. I feel like it's not yeah. the worst thing we've read though. No, no, no but there's no. like a lot of essay in there, so I feel like people should be prepared for that if they totally. are going to read it. Right. Next what are we reading? Week, next what are we week? reading? Beth. Is it ice? Is ice, ice breaker? breaker. 
Ah, oh, really, Icebreaker. I don't know oh, who it's by, but I like the at the right end now. of last year, it was like the most popular fucking book, and it was everywhere. People are still talking about it. I still, still get so many weird, about it. It's like TikToks about it. I think it's about hockey, and apparently it's spicy as fuck. And next, oh, it's by Hannah Ice Grace. Hockey. Hannah Grace, Hannah Grace right, love Grace. you. I think it's like the Ice thing that I kind of want to talk about favorite. next week. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's her yeah, first yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. It's her first ever book. Yeah. Is it? It's her only book. She's yeah. It's her first ever book. The only book she's ever written. Okay, what a debut! Just say something. She did a very like Anna Huang thing where like she hit TikTok right, and that is why it exploded. Oh my god! I'm sorry, nice. but I I was on Goodreads and the top rated review is one star. The book would have been better if all the characters died. <laughs> what? Anyway, we're reading that next week. <laughs> I'm excited. The one thing that I like want you guys to think about homework is like. Yeah. What is a spice meter? Because some people like mm. five spice it, because it's got anal in it. And other mm. people are like five spice because it's den of vipers. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I guess it's like. Are we going to create? We'll our- think about it. We'll, we'll have to think about it and create think about like it. our we'll own come back sort to of it. like. Um, oh my God. Is, we're going to have our own like light heart scale. Yeah, yeah, like I want us yeah. to come up with a scale of like what our spice scale is. I think we're all going to have different ones. But we we should come to a conclusion so we can make the official girls who read porn. Yeah. Spice scale. And then people can use. Yeah. And then in future academic reviews. Uh-huh. Okay, we're at like an hour 20. Bye, guys. Sorry. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Thank you for listening to Girls Who Read Porn. Follow us at Girls Who Read Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And for all business inquiries, please send us an email on girlswhoreadporn at gmail.com. Art created by Jessica Wanny and music made by Dane Forgy Stevens. See you next week and stay smutty, team.